Hey guys, welcome back to X and Any Q YouTube channel. So I am reading emails today and I decided to record this. So this will be on my podcast and this will be on my YouTube channel. So to everybody that is new to my podcast, um, welcome to On the Couch with X Nanny Q. I'm Nanny Q. Hey. And today we're going to um, read an email. Thank you to everybody for all the love and support over the last two seasons. We are recording a season three. And I tell you guys, if you have a idea of doing a podcast, please do it. Please share your knowledge. Um, there's so much support in this. Please do it. Let me turn this light on so y'all can really see me. Um, but I am very proud of how far this has taken me. I tell people, give me a few more months, I'm gonna have me a show, and people are gonna be able to call in. So, uh, remember what you hear in the background is my waterfall. That's about it. Oh, so let's get started. And let's go. Hey Nanny Q, I truly love your TikTok and I am in love with your YouTube channel. The fact that you have a safe place for people to ask questions judgment free. So I came today to tell you how I went in labor a few months ago. Me and my husband have been together for 15 years. We were childhood sweethearts. We have one older child together. And I just found out I was pregnant. Even though we broke up in high school, I married somebody else. He married somebody else. We end up coming back around this lifetime to be together, which I felt was the best decision for me in life. He understands me. He knows my family and everything just seems to be going so amazing. When, our, when my oldest daughter went to college, me and my husband decided that we were going to spice up our love life. So we decided to start going to swinger clubs. We were truly enjoying ourselves. And we had met so many amazing couples that were into the things that we were into. Well, I guess one night I got too drunk and I got pregnant. Did I tell you that my oldest is in college? Yes, I have a 23-year-old who is in college, and I am pregnant. I know, right? Over the years, me and my husband have been doing very well for ourselves. Business was so good that we decided to up our insurance policies to five to half a million each. And the reason we did that decision was because we were on Facebook one day and saw a celebrity who passed away and they had to do a GoFundMe for him. That day we decided to do our insurance policies over and we also paid for our own funeral arrangements and how we wanted things to go. Never would I think that I would be burying my husband the same week that I just had a child. Wow. So let's get back to how my water broke. It's a lot to pack into one email, but I'm trying to get everything out to you, Nanny Q, because I really need your insight on what I should do and how I should take this. 
My water broke two weeks ago. That's right. I just had my baby two weeks ago and lost my husband two weeks ago. I got a call from the I got a call from the hospital that my husband had been brought in by the police. Not knowing which way to go or what was going on when I arrived at the hospital, I saw my baby sister there. She's not my blood baby sister. She's just a family member that turned into a sister. See, when we were little, her mom gave her up. Actually, my mother had a in-home daycare. Her mom signed in, signed her, her in and never came back to get her. Because my mom was a foster mom. When CBS, CPS came, they didn't remove her from my mom's home. So she's been with us for 30 plus years. So when I saw my little sister there, I thought something happened to one of my family members. Actually, no. She was the last person seen with my husband. That's what the police told me. When I asked her what happened, she just kept saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. He'll tell you when he, when he wakes up, I don't know. When a doctor came out to tell me that my husband had passed away from a heart attack, Due to him taking Viagra, I just looked at my sister. She had a look on her face as if she had seen a ghost and she ran out. As I was getting ready to run behind her, I felt something going down my leg. That is when I noticed my water had broke. Oh my God. So, I turn around and tell the nurse, I think my water just broke, but I'm only eight months pregnant. They rushed me to labor and delivery, and I was able to deliver a healthy baby girl. And this whole time, me and my husband was hoping that it was a boy, but it was another girl, which I'm so happy because my daughter said that she wanted another little sister. As I'm sitting here holding my brand new baby, I'm getting other visits from the hospital trying to find out what what morgue is going to come pick up my husband so as happy as i am that i had my child i'm sad because now i have to plan my husband's funeral and the fact that he died with my sister after i got out the hospital from having her i asked my sister what happened because she was the last person to see my husband she said she doesn't know what happened she doesn't know what happened she just know that he had a heart attack well, after some investigation, after doing some investigating, and after talking to the police department, I got a copy of the 911 tape to find out what really happened to my husband. Let's just say he died on top of her. He literally had a heart attack on top of my little sister. After received, after I received his phone, his cell phone, and went through it. I noticed that they had been talking back and forth over the last four and a half years. Two years ago, they were, they started having sex, and that's when my little sister started acting funny. I remember we were taking a family cruise, and she said she didn't want to go because it was going to be fake. People on a trip were fake, and people were acting like they were fake happy, and she just didn't want to be around it. Now I understand why. I also... He got his credit card bill from Capital One and noticed that he had been doing a lot of spending. When I go back and look at everything, he was, she has his credit card, not him, and he was paying her bills. 
I have cut off all credit cards, changed all information with bank accounts, and I'm still trying to breastfeed a brand new baby. My daughter is home from school to help out a little bit. My mom is here and she's telling me to be the bigger person and not fight my sister. At this point, Nanny Q, if I see the bitch, I'm going to hurt the bitch. Oh. The funeral was today. And my sister tried to come in, but my old, my two other sisters stopped her and told her this was not the right place. She said she was coming in to, to support her sister, and they told her no. When I cut my phone on today, I had 162 messages from my husband's family that he didn't talk to, from his mom that he hadn't talked to in over 10 years, his sisters and brothers asking about his will and if he left them any money and what I'm going to do with the houses since the house that his mom lives in is in his name he was paying his mom's bills now everybody wants to be my friend the whole time we've been back together they've been nothing but nasty towards me I told his family that they can stay in the properties that he owned as long as they pay their own bills and I will not allow them to live rent free but that's a different email and a different story. Back to my sister. She told the family that she thinks she's pregnant. And she thinks it's my husband's. And if it is my husband's baby. She's saying that she is going to petition that his insurance policy be given to her child and my child. I'm not for sure if this can happen. But I am I am distressed, I am hurt, and I do not know what to do, Nanny Q. I buried my husband, and I just had a baby. My sister is was sleeping with my husband, and that's the reason I lost him. My family has been very supportive of me to make sure that I am taking care of myself and my newborn. Even though it's only been two weeks, I look into her eyes, and I can tell that her father has been visiting her or he's been laying with her because all she does is smile. My heart is hurting. I did have a dream about him and he said he was so sorry. Nanny Q, they were having sex in my bed when I was working overnight. They were pictures of them having sex in my room. I even have a video that I looked at in his phone of them doing it when he was on the phone with me. She was giving him, you know, a little time. The disrespect, the, the audacity was through the roof. If I ever see my sister again, I don't know what to do. Can you please give me some advice on what I should do and and how can I keep my milk supply up? I truly want to breastfeed my newborn just so I can have this comfort time. I'm not sleeping and I feel like my stress level is through a thousand. I'm looking for any advice you can give me, Nanny Q. Please help. Love bug, love bug. You have a lot going on. So, first I want you to take a deep breath. Oh my God, I am sending love. I am sending support. And peace of mind to you because you are dealing with a lot. You truly are. But what I don't want you to do is overstress yourself and your milk supply goes low. It won't be good on you and it won't be good on the baby. So if you can, please remove yourself from all stress. If you don't have to talk to them, please don't. 
Um, you might want to look into hiring a night nanny to help you out. And that will help uh, get some of that stress off of you. But so far as your breastfeeding goes, just please make sure you're drinking a lot of water. Um, you're eating healthy. You're taking, um, they have brownies and um, cookies and stuff that you can eat to help with your milk supply. Please look into doing something like that. But please, if you don't do anything else, find a therapist fast. You are going to need someone to talk to, baby, and fast. That is a lot to deal with. You lost your husband, had a baby, found out that your husband of 15 years was sleeping with your little sister who your family took in because her mom abandoned her. That's a lot for a person to deal with. I am very happy that your family isn't trying to push a you got to move on. That's our family. And they're actually, they're actually protecting your energy and your boundaries. I am so proud of them for that. Also, if you can and when you can, please give me an update on how you're feeling. Not right now. In about six or seven months. Email me and let me know how you're doing. I really want to know how you're doing. Not the drama, you. I want to see is the therapy working or is it other things that you did. Because I like to take that information to keep it just in case somebody else needs it. Because I promise you, you're not the only person that has went through something like this. I received emails from other people going through this. So, please let me know how everything is and what's going on and journal please journal get all of that emotion out and allow yourself to feel everything don't try to push your feelings to the side or move too fast or make it oh I, you know it happened no baby feel the moment be present my life coach just told me in order to heal you have to feel the moment and be and be present. Which means that it's okay if you're crying for the same person that hurt you. You want to know why? Because you're feeling the feeling. If that makes sense, you're, you're in it. You're not trying to sugarcoat it or push it out of your head or sweep it under a rug. You're dealing with the emotion in present time. And a lot of us do not do that. We do not deal with our emotions in present time because we feel like if we deal with it, it's going to get us down and depressed and we too gangster for that. No, we have to feel the feeling. We have to be in the moment. We have to allow our body to feel it. It gives us more strength than we know. And I'm learning that now. I feel the feeling. I feel the moment. I do not allow people to tell me to get over it. I get over it when my body says, okay, we finished. Sometimes it takes a week. Sometimes it might take two weeks. But the more and more that it comes up, the more and more that I know that I'm going to be okay, I journal about it. I write it down. I make sure that I talk to my therapist about what's bothering me. I no longer try to be that strong. I don't need nobody. Uh-uh. I, I, I need somebody. Help. Help. Can, 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 can you help me? So I try to make sure that I am not only feeling the feeling, but I'm getting help for it. So it doesn't get me in that dark place that it normally would have before I started my healing journey. 
please make sure to find a good therapist, a night nanny. Um, you might need even to find you a cook for a little while. So these are the things that you don't have to be concerned with. Also, find you a housekeeper. That's one less task that you need to be concerned with. Unless you have family that can help you out, it's okay to get help. Again, it's okay to ask for help. Please don't try to be super mom and do all of this by yourself because you feel like you got to prove a point that you're strong and you can do this and you don't need nobody. No, baby. Get help. Make sure that you find somebody that you can talk to. Make sure that if you are having a bad day, you tell somebody. People that you trust, keep them close. I am one of those people that when somebody tells me they're having a bad day or something just ain't right, I'm going to go check on you. You need to go out to eat. You need to talk. You need to get it off your chest. Sometimes I just stay on the phone and listen. It, what we, and I'm going to ask you, what we doing? That's it. That's all I'm asking. What we doing? Because I'm going to let you feel it. I'm going to give you your little time to feel it. I'm going to give you your time to talk about it. But after 90 days, I need to know what we're doing next because we can't keep dwelling on it. We're giving it too much energy and it's time for us to move on from it. Because if you ask me after something dramatic happens, give me about a week or two and ask me, so what's the plan? Well, I came up with X, Y, Z, but I'm not for sure if I really want to do this one yet. But I'll let you know. that That's me though. I, I try, especially now, I try to make sure that not only... Am I allowing myself to feel things? I try to make sure that I'm also putting in place a plan so I don't go into that deep depression. So I have a plan to get out and how to remove all of that negativity to get back to that positive way that I was. And it takes some time. I'm not going to act like it's something that happens fast. It takes some time. But that healing journey is very necessary. It truly is. Feel those feelings, journal, meditate, find a therapist. It's okay if you still cry, baby. Don't let, don't listen to anybody when they say don't cry. Cry, cry lets you know that you still have emotions. You can cry. And if you feel like you don't want to cry, don't. Make sure you're going outside to get fresh air. Do not overwork yourself to be super mom. Please. Um, and that's about it. And if you have any more questions or you want to ask me anything, just like you email me this time, email me again. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to On the Couch with Ask Nanny Q. And that's it.